Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning. And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time. Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. This is episode 21, where we're discussing Born to Run from season 1 of Lost. Beer? No self-respecting man in Iowa goes anywhere without beer. <laughs> it's not fair, you know. You coming back here, home. Yeah. I can't believe I let you talk me into putting this in there. That was your idea. things turn out, huh? Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 21 of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. We are discussing Born to Run, a Kate-centric episode from season one of Lost. And there's a lot to discuss, so we'll jump right into it. Uh, the first thing I had is, you know, we see a flashback of Kate pulling into a motel, you know, sneaking her way into a room, dyeing her hair, disguising herself. Right. Uh, she then goes to the post office to pick up a letter to Joan Hart, an alias she's been using, mm-hmm. I guess. And she she's reading it and she's crying while she's reading it. And uh, it cuts to her holding the plane from the safety deposit box um, 
on the beach. Yeah, yeah. Um, we. This is the first time I, I get to. I've seen the the connection, you know, um, to to a little bit of her past with her family with this person that she claimed to love. Right. And um, uh, I I I picked up uh, whenever she was obviously outside this um, hotel and she. I mean, obviously, Kate is not. She's a lone. I mean, complete loner. Nobody. Uh-huh. I mean, right. she has like a. She has a whole back end of a car full of license plates. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I. I, mean, I who does that? And you know, she basically steals these towels and goes in and mm-hmm. gets ready and and changes her image. And I'm thinking to myself, what kind of woman is this? I mean, right. Kate's ca- character, Kate, who Kate is, is just still such a mystery to me. Yeah, I do think that it's getting a little easier to see her as this person they you know they're trying to tell us that she yeah, is yeah like i mean yeah she may seem like the really happy go lucky you know lighthearted person on the island mm-hmm. but the more we find out about her from her past you can kind of start to see that you know she may not be like this horrible murderer but right. she's definitely got a super sneaky yeah. side to her that can you know slip in and out of situations yeah really definitely easily. i mean well planned yeah definitely she definitely knows what she's doing and um you know can con people all yeah, day long. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. And there's some discussion about you know, the raft and how they need to leave as soon as possible to avoid mm-hmm. the, the shifting trade winds. Um, you know, Kate all of a sudden becomes very interested in securing a yeah. spot on the raft. Once again, I, you know, before it's even exposed in the episode, I knew that it was her only chance of running again. Right. I, I yep. just, you know, I knew it and it just, you know, she kind of goes back into that mode. Yep. She's, she starts to realize you know, if these people are leaving to get rescue, you know, there's going to be rescue coming soon. And yeah, I'm going to exactly. have to find a way off this island. Otherwise, yeah. I'll be trapped here. Right. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty good. Um, the next thing I had was, you know, Kate goes to the hospital to see her mother, Diane. We yeah. don't know it's her mother at first, um, but she's dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, she hides out in the, the, the back of an old friend's car, a doctor at the hospital, so we can help her get um, an MRI for her mother. Right. Yeah, I didn't, you know, at that point, and and even through it, because um, later we see this this exchange between her and her mother. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know for first who it was that was sick. I didn't, when she first was reading the letter and stuff like that, and she actually asked uh, her doctor friend to do the MRI. Right. I don't think I didn't say her mom. It said yeah, uh, Diane. Name, Diane. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I I assume maybe it's her sister or something like that. Mm-hmm. And later we do find out that it's her mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later we find out that this doctor friend is her like childhood yeah. sweetheart. Yeah, I've got some notes on that. We'll definitely yeah. get to that. <laughs> yeah, I uh, had. Oh, go ahead. You got a point now? Yeah. No, I was going to say that. Um, and then the MRI, I couldn't tell if that was just an because ex- we've later see that's when they actually get to talk her and her mother. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about that too. But I couldn't tell if there was actually a need for the MRI or that was the only way she was going to be able to talk to her in private. Well, I don't yeah. know. I, I guess, yeah, like maybe she was like laying on her bed, like waiting to go in for the MRI. So that was a chance mm-hmm. Kate could come and see her without the nurses Ex- asking her why she's there. Right. Yeah, that could be. I never really thought about it. I I always focus so much on, you know, what happens once they actually meet up. Um, but yeah, I guess the whole scheduling of the MRI could have just been to create a situation where yeah. she could go in without being questioned by anybody. Right, because I, I'm... From what I, when she went up to see the, see her mother, mm-hmm. I seen the police officer sitting outside the door. 
right of i guess her mother oh yeah okay so i never noticed that either when she walks by and sees a police officer i, I guess she's walking by the, her mother's the room. room and obviously they're guarding the door because kate's Kate you know back. being hunted right and then they're expecting her to show up there. right so yeah yeah okay that makes a lot more sense i've yeah. never even picked up on it. i just always assumed the secure the guard was sitting out there because that was his post oh yeah yeah but what you're saying makes a heck of a lot more sense yeah it? and i because i thought mri i'm sure they would have done an mri, MRI already yeah. you know but he requested this so yeah. that they would have that exchange. and she'd be out of her room right. probably not guarded but uh yeah, the next thing I had was a mystery here. Okay. Um, you know, Locke takes Saeed and Jack to the hatch, so they mm-hmm. finally know all about it. They get to see it. And like Locke, you know, Jack is very interested to know what's inside of this oh, hatch. Oh, yeah. He wants to open it. Yeah, and Saeed is, you know, scared of what could be inside, you know, since there's no handle, which suggests that it was never intended to be opened from the outside. All right, yeah. Which is something I hadn't considered. I mean, yeah, they kind of, you know, assume this is going to be like a fun exploration type of thing where they get the hatch open and like there's like a world of goodies down there that they can look through or something. Yeah, yeah. But Saeed's taking the approach that, you know, whatever's down there, you know, no one was meant to go in there from sure, the outside. Sure, yeah. Yeah, he, actually he he says is maybe it's not supposed to be open from the outside. Like I, I, I thought maybe maybe there's a, there's a latch on the inside. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there's something in there that they yeah can they can come, come out, out, but they don't want anybody to go, go in. in you yeah. know, <laughs> so I don't know, but yeah, definitely I saw Saeed's. Um, I was a little more on Saeed's side, I guess, on that. Mm-hmm. Um, after Sawyer finds out that Kate's been trying to get his position on the raft, uh, he confronts her. He realizes that she was the prisoner and that the U.S. Marshal was, you know, she was the prisoner that the Marshal sure, was, yeah. was, you know, holding on the plane. He says that, you know, she wants on the raft so badly because if she's trapped there on the island and the guys on the raft do find help, mm-hmm. you know, she's going to be, you know, there's going to be a nice big asterisk next to her name. He right. Says. Yeah. And so Kate's trying to make sure that, that she can stay on the run and not be found. Yeah. He calls her out in front of everybody. It's mm-hmm. the first time everybody else finds out other yep. than I think Hurley knew, but everybody else finds out that Kate is a fugitive, was the yep. fugitive and is a fugitive. Yeah. So everybody knows it now and. And there's um, initial reaction is obviously everyone kind of backs away and they're afraid. But I think over time, it seems like that kind of wears off and people aren't so afraid of her. Yeah. Well, I think what's interesting is that in this episode, um, it, because the reason why they, you know, Sawyer gets in this anyways is because Michael gets sick and right. he's poisoned, you know, and it looks, it looks like he naturally thinks Sawyer would do it, but then goes back and that's why he calls her out it's like right. and and also you know kate says something to sawyer that was very she goes if i want your spot i'll yeah. have your spot yeah, i'll exactly. take it just kind you of know? hinting at the you know the kate we already know but none of them really do yeah yeah and just kind of really driving it home you uh-huh. know i mean i mean you could definitely see in sawyer's face he's like he believed her mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and it gives you the the sense that you know the reason why kate has been like she has been so far on the island is because she hasn't had to be the real kate right yeah like no one has really you know pushed her in any way or try to you know keep her from try- doing something she wanted to do so she's just kind mm-hmm. of been real easy to get along with but in this case you know she's kind of shows a little bit of the real kate to yeah, Sawyer. definitely um next i had a little bit of a mystery here um you know, Walt asks Michael, you know, why does Sawyer want to go on the raft so much? Yeah. And I thought, you know, that's a really good question. Yeah. I mean, because we don't really see anything that would make Sawyer be so interested in getting on this raft. No, actually, thinking of his life, you would think, 
You he think would, he would sit back and wait yeah, for the rescue? Just, He's not going to risk his life right. to go out there and try to find the people yeah, and come rescue him. I agree. Uh, I had a mystery here as well. Um, Kate and her friend Tom, the doctor, you know, go to a field and dig up a time capsule that they buried together as kids. Yeah. Among other items, one of the items inside of the box is the toy plane. Yep. Um, the, the plane that Kate has become so fond of. It belonged to Tom, who we now know is the man that she loved mm-hmm. as well as the man she killed. Yeah. Like she said a couple of episodes back, it belonged to the man I loved, it belonged oh, to the, the man, man I, I killed. killed. Uh-huh. So they had been childhood sweethearts, and with her never being around anymore because of her desire to be on the run, right. he settled down and started his own family. And you know, through that scene, we find out that you know, they obviously both wanted to be very different. You know, they yeah. wanted to be together, but Kate's life and the choices she's made has made it impossible. Yeah, most definitely. But I thought it was really great to, you know, both see one, you know, a part of Kate's life that wasn't her being a fugitive. Right, yeah. And also see the side of her that wishes she wasn't a fugitive. Sure, yeah. And it all the more makes me want to know what, what she did. Yeah, me too. That started all of this because, and you might remember this, the the tape they listened to. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, the comments about, um, and you know why. Exactly. They're talking about her being on the run. Some part of her childhood is right. even put her around the run. Something even as far back as her childhood was, you know, terrible enough that made her want to be out and running away. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, uh, from that conversation, you know, it didn't make you, I mean, you realize that Kate had other plans in mind mm-hmm. as far as she wanted to be, she wanted to marry Tom, right. you know, I mean, she wanted to be with him forever and, but yet something is really, really changed her life so much that she has dedicated her to the, her life to this running, right. you know? Um, but I, I also wrote down that, um, when Tom and her together, you know, they, I don't know how long they've been apart, right? but he had said something to the effect was it's not fair that you came back. Yeah. Well, he called her Katie, which yeah, Katie. seems like it's been a long time yeah. since they were together. Yeah. And he said, it's not fair that you came back, right. not here, uh-huh. you know, home. You know? Yeah, and it's it, you feel really bad for him because part of you really identifies with what he's saying because, you know, obviously he cared so much yeah. about her in the past. But at the same time, he's built this whole new life. Oh, now he's married, got kids, yeah, he's, he's a doctor. Mar- and it's like, it's not like he's saying, well, my life sucks right now. I really wish no. you would have come back earlier. It's no. kind of, he really does have two different worlds. Oh, that, yeah. Both of which are so attractive to him. Yeah. And he he's really doesn't know which one would be, you know, obviously he knows which one he has but also kind of feels drawn to have that, that life with her also. Yep, definitely. She actually, Katie, or Katie, I'm really close to her. We've gotten closer with this episode. Uh, Kate actually kisses him and Tom, and and, uh, he stops, I mean, he kisses her at first, and then he pulls away. Right. Kind of that exact same thing we're talking about. He, Mm -hmm. I think he does love her in his heart, but yet he knows it can never be. Yeah, and he knows what kind of person she is, the life she has, and as much as he would like to to have her, it's like he knows not to get caught up with yeah. it at all. Yeah. And I also thought it was interesting here, if I can remember, um, do you think that um, part of why Kate and Jack have such a connection is Jack reminds her in some way of, of uh, Tom, like him being the doctor? And, I picked up on that so much. Like mm-hmm. how much similarities here, even the fact that his occupation, right. you know, and just uh, just the fact that, 
you could tell Jack really is into Kate, you right. know, just as well as Tom was. Mm-hmm. Um, and they both seem, and these, they're very different in some ways, but they're both very nice guys, yeah. very nurturing guys. And it's do like, anything for Kate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they both seem like they will do anything for yeah. her. But I just thought that was interesting. No, I, I did too. I noticed this, the the fact that they both are doctors. I mean, that's, it's kind of seems like maybe Kate sees that and it's her, her way of having Tom back in a way, you yeah. know? Yeah, I think so too. And we already mentioned this, but I liked the scene where, you know, Locke, Jack, and Hurley are talking about Michael being poisoned. Yeah. And Hurley says, you don't think Kate did it, do you? Yeah. And Locke, not being aware of Kate's (laughs) fugitive status, says, you know, why would Kate poison him? And Hurley says, well, you know, because of the whole fugitive thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, of course, later on, the entire group learns what Kate, you know, that Kate was a fugitive after Sawyer spills the beans to everyone. Um, You know, we also find out that Kate had been creating a fake ID. Yep using Joanna, the woman who drowns, her ID. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Kate was definitely trying to jockey for position and get off that island as yeah, quickly as was, possible. She was ready to go. Um, and um, one one thing that I, and actually going back to the meeting between her and her mother, mm-hmm. um, it was really such a strange meeting because, you know, Kate is sitting there and she's talking to her mom and her mom at first doesn't really, I don't think, even understand that it's Kate there. Right. But as she comes back around... She knows that it's Kate. Uh-huh. And then she's like, first she says, Kate or Kate, Catherine, you know, or yeah. something like that. And then mm-hmm. she's like, yeah. And then she starts yelling for help. Right. You know, after Kate apologized, he's like, mom, I'm so sorry for what I've put you through. Right. She starts yelling, help, help, help. Uh-huh. You know, and I'm like, what in the world? Yeah. <laughs> you know, this woman's about to die. She hasn't seen her daughter forever. Yep. The daughter just apologized. But yet the only thing she can muster up to say is help. There's yeah. some, something going on here. Yeah, big. apparently, I mean, it's obvious a result of whatever it was Kate did. Yeah. Her mother is very afraid to be around her. Yeah, and then, but then it takes me back to Tom, and I'm thinking, he must really, really, really care about her because right. he knows mm-hmm. whatever the mother's so scared of, he knows as well. Right. Well, and it, and it, to me, without, you know, trying to give anything away, it's obvious that, you know, from Tom's perspective, he understands what she did. Yeah, some more of, yeah. But from her mother's perspective, she don't get it. no. You yeah. Know, she's not even going to go there. And you see that, I guess, in her character. <clears throat> like, Kate even mentions, you know, not, nobody will understand, even if she was to try to plead her case, you know. Yeah. And, you know, she talks about that, and she talks about when was the with the uh, Marshall. Uh-huh. You know, it was just like, he knew, he had such an idea of what it was. Right. And she was like, you can almost see that there was two sides of the coin from the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like even with the farmer. That's you know? true. Yeah. Well, I mean, with everyone she's been in contact with that knew what she did, it's like, there's a part of them like, yeah, what you did was wrong uh-huh. and we've got to do something about it. Yeah. But, but I don't mind being around you. Exactly. You know, like They're all drawn person. to her, mm-hmm. but yet they, she needs to pay some debt. Right. You know, exactly. Yeah. I had several notes on that as well. Um, but the next thing I have was a, was more of a character thing. Um, the relationship between Charlie and Claire is rebuilding. Uh-huh. Um, as Charlie offers, you know, to let Claire and the baby stay with him in L.A. after they get rescued. Right, yeah. And he's also starting to write his music again. Which, yeah. Which I liked the, <laughs> the, what was the song title that he was writing? Monster Ate the uh, yeah, Pilot. Monster Eats the Pilot, track one off yeah. the album. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought was that like, was pretty cool. I, th- I, I mentioned to you, I was like, it'd be really cool if they came out with some kind of album, you yeah. know, from Drive Shaft yeah. and had that song <laughs> on there. It'd be awesome. Yeah. And I had another mystery here. Um, Walt comes to Locke to tell him that he didn't poison his dad. Right. Um, you know, to keep him from being able to leave the island. In the middle of that conversation, 
you know, Locke comes over and grabs Michael's arm. Mm-hmm. And Michael looks down at he his arm. Calls, grabs Walt's arm. What did I say? You said Michael, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, Locke grabs Walt's arm. And, you know, Walt looks down at his arm like he's picking up a signal from Locke. Yeah, oh yeah. And he pulls it away and says, don't open it. Don't open it, Mr. Locke. Don't open that thing. Right. Walt clearly has some paranormal abilities. Oh, yeah. As, you know, he had never heard anything about the hatch before. Yeah, definitely. There was, he saw something that was f- so frightening to him because up until this point, Locke is his buddy. Right. And But we've had, like, I think it's a big deal because we've had some hints in the past that Walt, Walt just has some weird right, abilities. Right, but now we've got... But this is definite. Yeah, definite. I mean, this, we definitely see you know, some weird sixth sense that Walt mm-hmm. has and, and picks up whenever Locke touches him. Yeah, most definitely. So I thought that was uh, super interesting. Yeah. Kind of a big development. Yeah, I think it was. And then later, um, Michael and Walt are talking mm-hmm. and Walt fesses up and tells Michael that he burnt the first draft. Right. And Walt, or Michael says, well, we don't have to go anywhere. We can stay right here. Right. And Walt, because of what he saw, right. says, no, we've got to go. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. You yeah. Know? I think what the the, con- the conversation is really interesting. I think it's, he says something like, um, you know, if you don't want to leave, we can stay right here and we don't have to go. And Walt responds, yes, we do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, then there's this dark music as if, you know, Walt knows what's about to happen. Yeah. After the hatch is opened up. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was, he wanted off that island after what he saw. Right. That was just awesome. Yeah, most definitely. I had another mystery here, though. Um, Kate finally gets into the hospital. Oh, wait a minute. I think we just talked about this. What's the mystery, though? Check here. Oh, no. Um, Just a continuation on that. Um, After Kate meets with her mom. Yeah. uh And she runs out of the hospital. um, Her and Tom get into the car, and she tries to get him out, but he refuses to get out of the car. Yeah. And she decides to drive through a police barricade. They shoot at the car, killing Tom. Yeah. So she didn't kill him herself, obviously. Right. But she did get him killed through her choices. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I um in that scene, I kind of wondered why Tom was in the car to begin with. Right. He knew she was going to run, mm-hmm. but it almost to me was like he chose at yeah. that moment to be with Kate. I thought so too. You like know? he was giving up his life and was uh, going to go with yep. Kate. Yep. Yep. I think. I mean, honestly, I think that's what he was choosing and. And it's so big because to think about it, mm-hmm. put yourself in that. I mean, he's walking away from being a doctor, right? Having two children and right. a wife. I think he had one child. But Did he yeah. have one? Yeah. I'm gonna test you on yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're right. Yeah. Let us know if you know if he had one or two children. <laughs> we want to know. He had one baby, and I almost remember its name. Oh, it here was, you go. It was like three months. You did old, not name that. Listen to you. Yeah. You're like he had brown hair, blue eyes. I mean. He had a birthmark on his left yeah, ankle, but it was you, being removed the next month on surgery. Yeah, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> no. You're probably right. I'm wrong. No, but. he had one, because I remember seeing a picture with one baby. It was his wife holding up a baby. Oh, really? Yeah, and he, I, he said how old the baby was or something, too. But, yeah, there was oh, just one, one baby. Liar. But either way, um, it isn't less important because he was only giving up one child. Yes, it is, two. Evan. <laughs> Come on. No, yeah, but anyways, he has his wife and child, whatever. Right. And, uh, <clears throat> and he says, I'm going to walk away from it, you know, right. for Kate. Yep. You know, and I think she understood that mm-hmm. at that moment, too. And she didn't want to get him involved either. No, I mean, and, and you know, she looks over, finds him shot but Kate 
I mean, I'm thinking to myself, thinking to myself, in that situation, I just got the man, well, I mean, myself, I just got the woman killed that I love, you know, yeah. you know <laughs> and uh, I don't want to put myself exactly in her shoes, but, and then she gets out and she runs again. Yeah. I'm like, I'm thinking I would just be like, it's over. Forget it. Yeah. Send me exactly. to the chair, you it know? Were, yeah. I mean, who in the world would want to live like that? Uh, yeah, that's I what mean, I'm especially saying. after she just had this guy killed that she obviously loved very much. Yeah. She's got him killed, mm-hmm. but she still has the the desire and the will to keep running yep. from the police. Yeah, I don't know. Crazy. There's just there's a lot I don't get about Kate. Yeah. But uh I had one last note here. It was related to, on the character department here. Uh we find out that Sun was the one trying to poison Jen. Right. Uh so he can't go on the raft. Mm-hmm. But accidentally poisons Michael instead. Right. But we do find out at the end of the episode that it was Kate's idea. Oh, yeah, it was Kate. <clears throat> so it was just, you know, another ploy, a, a not-so-subtle ploy by Kate uh, to try and get herself on the raft. Yeah, although Son, I think, still thinks it was just to keep... Oh, yeah, she says, you know, I think she says, I told Jack, or Jack knew that um, I was the one that poisoned Jen. Right. But I didn't tell him it was your idea. Yeah. And... uh you know, I know you're just trying to help. And Kate's like, yeah, that's, that's yeah, right. I'm exactly. just trying to help. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. And, but then Kate says, you know, Jack's good at keeping secrets. Yeah. 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 That was good. Which seems so sweet, but ominous and kind of disturbing at the same time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anything else? I, it's, uh, I think that's all I had. Yeah. All right. Well, everyone, we thank you so much for listening to this 21st episode of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. On Friday, we'll be discussing Exodus Part 1, the first part of the season finale of Season 1 of Lost. Thanks for listening to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. New episodes are released every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, if you haven't already, you can sign up and become part of our community at lostmysterypodcast.com. Email us your questions or comments to info at lostmysterypodcast.com and please call our listener line at 765-439-4190 with your name, where you're calling from, and also let us know whether or not you'd like your comments to be used on an upcoming episode.